I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the world's first Paul Weller fan podcast. I'm Dan Jennings and 10 years ago I gave up my live streaming career as a radio presenter with one big regret. Never getting to interview my hero, the legendary British musician Paul Weller. This podcast exists purely to solve that issue. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Paul. And a bite-sized extra podcast for you this week as I chat about Paul's music with Absolute Radio's director of music, James Curran. Absolute is one of the UK's biggest, with decades radio stations from the 60s right up to now. James also looks after Magic Radio, a station that loves a bit of style council, and you do something to me as much as anyone. So let's get into it. Hi, James. Hi there. Absolute Radio, you guys are, are, are kind of king at two things, I would say. One, playing proper music on the radio, so, so the old kind of real music matters, and also king of the kind of decades. And I think, is it seven decade stations now? It's 60s through to, to now, to 20s. And for me, Weller is kind of both of those things. So real music, clearly, but also the only artist up there with Lennon and McCartney to have kind of number one album in five consecutive decades. Absolutely. I mean, we play on the fact that real music matters to us. And that, that's a very subjective term. I do understand that. And but real music for many of our listeners is about singer-songwriters as well people who write their own music about people who play their own music it's not produced or mass produced and they've not been put together by by some management team or whatever and Paul is very much part of that ilk you know my, my first introduction to Paul would be at school you know in 1978 I'll be honest I, I wasn't a punk or or even particularly into new wave but lots of my friends were and I remember seeing a poster that one of them had put up on the classroom wall actually of these three very cool looking young dudes in really sharp suits, which was quite in contradiction to what was going on in punk at the time, even though their music was classed very much, the jams music was very much classed as part of the new wave. I liked this really sharp image, which kind of harked back more to kind of like bands like the Kinks and Small Faces, that 60s influence. I, I was quite kind of intrigued about this band. And then I heard the music and, you know, from their introductory single in, in the city and tracks like Strange Town and When We Were Young and then in the tube station at midnight. I think even if you weren't a punk or you weren't even into New Wave, you could tell that this was classic songwriting from a very young band and a very young songwriter 
at the time and Paul Weller. And those songs, you know, especially something like Down in the Tube Station, Midnight, I think it was written in 1978, that still stood up as a fantastic song, lyrically and musically. And I think that's one of the things that Paul has never really uh, forgotten. I mean, right through his career. And even when he's, he's a bit of a musical chameleon, because you think that he's gone from the new wave and the punk of the jam, who I remember by the time they got to 1980, were the biggest band in Britain. They were having number one singles. I think I might be wrong on this, but they may have been the first act ever to go straight into number one in the UK singles chart which I think was with Going Underground, they had a phenomenal fan base who would go out and buy their records first week. And they were, you know, Start was a number one, Town Called Malice was a number one. That period, 1980-81, that was a real purple period for for the jam. And again, classic songs, you know, something like Town Called Malice and Going Underground are songs we still play in absolute. And, you know, they're, they're timeless. And, you know, you hear a Town Called Malice and something like Billy Elliot you know, it's, it still stands up. It's, it's, it has a you know a further cultural value because it's getting used in movies and, and, and TV programs. But yeah, I think Paul has just managed to be this musical chameleon because then he went from the jam to the Style Council, which was effectively a soul project. It was, you know, and it was interesting for me as, as someone who was more of a soul boy than a punk, that Paul was a soul boy. He just happened to be in a punk new wave band. And, you know, and he explored that kind of, you know, soul with Long Hot Summer and, you know, uh, you know just, just great soulful jazzy tracks at the time. And then in the 90s, he, he became this, you know, really cool singer-songwriter again, going back to the guitar and, you know, making great tracks like Wildwood and Broken Stones. And, you know, it's just, I think he's just managed to remain relevant. That is the key to someone who has, becomes an icon. And I think, uh, you know, it's probably an overused word, but you could say that Paul Weller is definitely an icon in the UK. Yeah, uh, yeah and, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a, a super fan, so I would say that. But I think there's, I remember, I remember a few years back listening to Absolute and you you guys kind of running this this ultimate music icon kind of search. And, and I think the top 10 was kind of, you know, people you probably would expect, like, you know, um, the Stones and the Beatles and Bowie and I think Queen were number one, but... But Weller was there in the top ten. What what is it? Do you think makes those kind of artists, those kind of you know, that difference between a kind of an everyday band to a band or an artist that kind of becomes an icon? I mean, having that longevity can only come from you know great songwriting, and and I think Paul has had a a chart career of what forty three years, something like that. Now I think nineteen seventy seven was when in the city came out. And I think the band formed in 1972. So uh, the jam formed in 1972 at school and walking. And I, th- and I think so, you know, he's been doing music for 48 years. But for 43 of them, he's had chart success. I mean, you just said that he's, you know, he's had number one albums across five different decades. And that's, you just do not get that. You do not get that longevity in a career. On Sunset, he's probably produced one of his, you know, best soul albums in, in many, many years. And Absolute's ended up playing two of those songs uh, on her playlist uh, already. So I think longevity comes from great songwriting. And why does Paul Weller remain relevant still? I think because he's authentic. And I think authenticity counts for so much. I think especially when you're having that connection with fans, they've got to believe in you and trust in you. And I think, you know, I think his fans are devoted to him. I get that from the absolute sort of requests that we get in. Paul is one of the most requested artists, whether it's across the jam, Paul Weller, less so style council for some reason, but they do get requested. But it's mostly the jam and solo Paul Weller amongst the absolute radio crowd. They just love him. 
they just absolutely love him. And he has such an amazing body of work. It's, it's not surprising why. I, I do send a lot of texts, James. You're right. <laughs> you 50, send more for the 50 feet of text is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I was going to ask you um, quickly was around um, sessions. So you, um, you, you obviously have kind of set up a lot and have great relationships with the record labels and well as kind of darted around different labels over the years. But you've kind of set up sessions. You've, you've run interviews with him at festivals and in your studios and stuff. And obviously, yeah, this podcast exists, like I say, to, for, for me to gear up to the big one, to be able to interview and pull myself. What things do those kind of artists demand and want from you and the station? And, and have you got any tips in terms of how to approach kind of interviewing somebody like that? I think with Paul, you need to know about him and his career. And you come to him, as I'm sure you would, Dan, with a lot of knowledge of, of his backstory, both musically and family-wise and the rest. And, and I think that is, he's quite a cerebral man. But with no pretensions about it, but he is a very clever, intelligent man. I think he looks for that in other people as well, or at least that's a connecting point. In terms of demands, he's not a demanding person. Quite the opposite. For someone of his status, you know, for the sessions and gigs that we've done with Paul in the past, you know, we've dealt with far, far less big artists than, than Paul, who've been far more demanding. So, you know, he, he's a fairly you know, humble guy. And, and that's great when you see that in, in, in such an iconic artist, a legendary artist like Paul Weller, that they don't come with, with pretensions and they don't come with these ridiculous demands, whatever it's for, for some ridiculous rider or whatever. That's not him. And with Paul, it's very much about the music. You know, he's not, he's not so, you know, he's a very snappy dresser still. And, you know, he looks incredibly cool still, but he's not someone who's obsessed with the image, I don't think. You know, what he does comes naturally. It's not manufactured. He hasn't, I don't think he thinks too much about it. He knows what he likes. He knows what his influences are. I don't think he goes out of his way to, oh, I must dress like this to make a statement or, you know, I've got to consider my image or I don't think that's him at all. I think it's all about the music with him. And everything else that comes with that, I think, is natural. And yeah, it does add to that kind of allure. Incredibly cool guy. He's making this incredible, amazing music. Still just adds to his kind of allure. And James, clearly, I mean, a man yourself who's kind of passionate, it's about passion for music. Clearly, you're somebody of that ilk as well in terms of career and kind of, you know, working in radio and broadcast and stuff. What kind of keeps you in it? What keeps you passionate about this, this world that we live in? I think it's always, there's always something new to discover whether that's a new artist or a new song or a new music style. I'm very lucky. I work across across Absolute and, and Magic stations as well. So I work across 15 different brands. So we are playing all different types of music, everything across all of our stations. You'll find everything from Nirvana to Frank Sinatra, depending on what station you're listening to. So, I mean, I love all music. I think there's no such thing, I think, as a, as, as a, a genre of music that is either better than others or worse than others. I think there's always good and bad within each music genre. And I think, you know, I, you know, I love guitar music for sure. And finding new great singer-songwriters or, or new bands who are making great music, I think that's still like an exciting, exciting thing and I'm very lucky to be able to do it. Thanks, James. What a lovely guy and another fabulous guest on the podcast. Next up, and I can't wait to share this one with you, as I'm joined by the wonderfully funny Weller superfan Trevor Neal. Yes, he's the Trevor-looking half of TV comedy duo Trevor and Simon, or as it says on his email signature, the better looking half. We learn about his discovery of punk to the jam and the band coming to town. And we learn that he has so many things in common with Paul that he might as well be known as Trevor Weller. Get ready to swing your pants next week on the show. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.